This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 82 of Beers in the Lot. A little bit of a different episode this week. We're welcoming back Eric after a health scare. So he's going to give us the story and an important message as well. So here we go. Let's get to it. Man, it's nice to hear four cracks again. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Aaron, what are you drinking? I have. Straight from Belgium, imported <laughs> a whole garden with beer. They're everybody knows these. They're good. They're delicious. Yeah, got the got the coriander and the orange peel going. Do you have an orange yeah. peel in your? I in don't your beer. I'm told okay. that that's how they serve them in Germany. <laughs> I was just curious. I was just curious. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, John? I'm drinking, uh, I've had it before, uh, I believe, uh, Clyde Mays straight bourbon whiskey, 92 proof. So, ooh, it's a little night, nice, uh, light evening, uh, nightcap. Nothing too crazy. Daniel, what are you drinking? So tonight, actually, I didn't even really prepare for this, but I'm drinking a Florida Man Double India Pale Ale by Cigar City Brewing. And the Penguins are playing Florida, so... Perfect. Very fitting. I didn't even. I, I wasn't even going for that. You know. Florida men. <laughs> They're playing them. They're playing yes. the Florida men. <laughs> yeah. I, I've it's waited kinda... too long to say this. Riggs, what are you drinking tonight? Hell oh, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> I I too have an imported beer. It has a it has a maple leaf on the can. It is known as Labatt's Blue Light. Yes. <laughs> You're allowed to drink that now. Fine Canadian Pilsner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Good to be back. So, missed you, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I miss doing this every week. So thank you for keeping it going and keeping something here for me to come back to. So that's that's good. Oh yeah. Of course. Did you wanna you wanna tell us uh, a little bit about what's going on? You um, yeah, have a so, message for us too, I assume. Yeah. So the the whole point of this is basically like keep up with your doctor's visits and your checkups um because that stuff is very important. You don't want things to get to a place where you have an emergent situation. Um and so, you know, I I kind of fell ill after some short travel, you know, weekend travel for my son's hockey team, which I helped coach with and, you know, we're involved with the club and all that stuff. And it was just, you know, an hour and a half up the road, but, you know, weekend travel nonetheless, eating out and all that kind of stuff. So coming home, kind of had like a sore throat cough thing. In this day and age, you assume it's COVID, so you go get tested. 
tested negative probably at this point a total of like four times <laughs> and then like a lot of the sore throat cough stuff kind of subsided and i got like really bad acid reflux to the point where it was keeping me up all night i wasn't sleeping i actually got medication for that and, and it kind of went away and i could sleep at night but during the day i was just super exhausted i couldn't hardly walk around the house you know walk from the living room to the kitchen um i could basically get up in the morning walk down the stairs to my big recliner in the living room crash there for you know eight to ten hours and then i could barely get back up the stairs to go to bed at night um yeah, I was, was gonna say ex- we we kind of started figuring something was going on because you were pretty active in our in our group thread and yeah we didn't I, see you participating and I was we're like uh, yeah are you I, okay bud I I literally like didn't have the energy to pick up you know computers or phones or iPads or any of that kind of stuff to like log on to anything um that's how low my energy level was and. That went on for, you know, a, maybe a week, another week. And then my wife was like, okay, we're going to go in the hospital. Like I was due, like I saw my doctor and, you know, we treated the acid reflux and, and tried to get, you know, tried to get myself comfortable enough that I could get like good sleep, which actually I was starting to get good sleep. I just had no energy during the day then. And so it was like progressively getting worse too. Um, and so my wife was like, okay, we're going to go to the emergency room and have you looked at, you know, instead of trying to do the normal, you know, blood work stuff, that's going to take time to come back and all that kind of thing. Let's go there because everything's there and they're going to do things faster. Um, and something could really be wrong. And then it turned out that something was really wrong. Um, <laughs> I was basically, um, uh, had a critically low, like lethally low, uh, sodium level in my blood. Um, to the point where the ER doc was like, how did you walk in here? And how am I having a conversation with you? The numbers that you're showing you should be unconscious and comatose right now. It was absolutely something that could kill a person. Um, and so, you know, they admitted me. Um, I was in the hospital for four or five days, I think. And basically they had to get the sodium level back up while they were doing that. And that, and that takes time. Like if you, if you do that too fast, um, you can absolutely do that in like a day, but if you do that, you can cause problems with your brain. Um, it, you know, with the extra sodium, you retain more fluid and it can cause hemorrhaging and swelling in the brain. And like, that wouldn't be good. Um, so nope. not good. <laughs> nope, not good. So it takes, it takes a few days and it has to be monitored with regular, um, blood work. So I was getting woken up at, anywhere between three and 5 a.m. by the phlebotomist, um, which was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, but what's funny is like I I used to I used to like be really bad about that stuff. Like I would get you know I'd get real faint and like almost pass out and everything when I'd have to go do blood work and then you know when you're getting stuck so many times a day and then every day as your wake up call like it kind of <laughs> goes away. Um now now it's like nothing. Um so while they were working on the sodium issue and trying to basically save my life, um, they were also looking at other chemistry, you know, in the blood work. And they found out that I actually have an adrenal insufficiency, um, better known as Addison's disease, um, which is somewhat rare in humans, actually more common in dogs, um, believe it or not. Uh, but basically, I don't produce enough uh natural cortisol um which probably explains why i never really get or got stressed out in really stressful situations because i just i didn't have the hormones to <laughs> do that um especially like at work i was i've always been known as being very like even keel in like really stressful situations like layoff times and like all that kind of stuff um mm -hmm. you know i never would get excited and it's probably because i just didn't have chemistry too uh, but it also like <laughs> naturally like the body produces the the cortisol to kind of like wake you up in the morning um help you keep energy through the day like all that kind of stuff and it also helps regulate sodium potassium you know these things that could cause uh major problems um in your chemistry and then um you know with your heart and everything so once they kind of figured that out then i went on a hydrocortisone uh regimen uh which i'll have to be on for the foreseeable future um because i'll produce it so i don't you know i don't produce the cortisol so i have to replace it somehow you know, with the hydrocortisone daily now, I like what I what I say is I have the chemistry now to match my motivation level. Like mentally, I'm always I've always been like a highly motivated individual, and if I had external motivations, I could like rise to tasks, right? Mm -hmm. But I would never just do it on my own. Now I'm just doing stuff on my own. Like <laughs> I'm when I was a kid, I used to read books every night and i stopped doing that and i just attributed it to getting older and you know that kind of thing now i'm like i need to read at night like i'm i'm going back to those type of, of activities i'm writing independently again i have some plans with that and i'm doing a lot more work actually on the pod you know trying to do some things for us so i think now i'm better than i ever have been since this has probably been going on for a long time um and so again go to your doctors like regularly even when you're not feeling bad if it's the annual checkup get it on the books when they hand you the orders to go get your labs done get them done um our audience is primarily male you know we do have some strong uh fans that are women out there and that's great um and they're generally better at keeping up with their 
their doc visits and all that kind of stuff. Men are generally terrible at this. So terrible. Right? Yep. And so <laughs> terrible. So, so my message now is like, you know, take care of yourself. You know, when those when those regular visits come up, go to them. Take them seriously. Don't just look for easy answers or the answer that you want, which is going to make the encounter shorter for you with that clinician. You know, this is what we do as guys, you know, just, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) and when they hand you the orders for your blood work in your labs, take it seriously, get it done. Um, if, if your providers have portals that you can access, become familiar with them, look at the results. I know the scientific terminology is complicated, but, you know, simple things like sodium and potassium, you know, these, these type of numbers, it's very simple numbers, very easy to see what's in range and not, and you can ask questions. Um, so, yeah, that's the key I think is not only doing the orders, like the lab work orders and that sort of thing, but also doing your best to understand them. And knowing what you're looking at when you see your own health yes. basically presented for you in st- statistic form, yes. because it really can tell you a lot. And Just ask questions. It's, it's a good idea to understand well, and ask questions. So right? one, one of the things that I learned was you have to find out who your helpers are. So that could be somebody that's a doctor. It could be a nurse that you're working with. Um, in whatever facility that, you know, you're going to, it could be, you know, close friends that are helping you through a tough time. It could be family that does the same thing. Find those people, right. And then be very open about what situations are and what your concerns are, um, and ask questions and, and, you know find your helpers that's that's one thing that i learned i mean i always knew it was there i'm not saying that i neglected it per se but like any typical american male if i felt fine you know i was fine right Right. until i wasn't so that's that's the other thing too is to (laughs) it's it's a typical American male thing to somewhat disregard or to maybe take for granted the advice that your close friends and family are giving to you. Yeah. It's almost like the closer they are to you, the less you take their advice for some reason. I have no clue what this phenomenon is called, but it's absolutely <laughs> a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like if your mom tells you you need to go get something looked at or whatever, you're like, yeah, whatever, mom. Yeah. But then if you're if you inca- if you ran into a doctor on the street who told you to do this, right. then you would def you take it seriously immediately. It, I don't know what that's called, <laughs> and it's awful. It's terrible. Why why do we uh, do this? It's it's just <laughs> it's something ingrained in American male culture. Yep. I think, and it's <laughs> it's the way that especially like the older generations not the more the generations that are coming up now i think they're a little more in tune more in tune with what they should Mm -hmm. be doing i think for like my generation maybe you guys 
because you guys are a little bit younger than me. Um, I'm like two years younger than you. Right. Well, you're the other <laughs> elder statesman of the pod. The two, other two are younger. Oh, fair um, enough. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, you know, it's, it's the way, it, you know, I'm, I'm not blaming parents and teachers and stuff, but it's just the way that we were educated and brought up and yeah. it was thought to be the right way. Right. And, and that's, you know, that it is what it is. And it, and it's the, also the way that, you know, you interact with friends and like all these other things. Um, right. Cause you don't, I, I think there's like a tendency to want to put out like that strong image the strong man yeah you know like whatever uh but you know what like it doesn't really matter because something that you don't even know is going on could end your life like tomorrow so you know All i right. mean that the team maryland coach down the road that just passed away you know by all accounts was in very good health and spirit and you know he suddenly passes away so you know you, you don't know when and even if you're doing all the right things you don't know when but at least your chances are better you know yeah so so again like do your due diligence you know follow up with your docs go to the regular visits and checkups get your labs done take them seriously take your visits with those clinicians seriously um and and don't look for easy answers to just you know end the conversation i know is the uh younger young buck on the podcast with the most gray hair somehow <laughs> um i i know you guys knew over the summer like i just had some weird health incidences due to my thyroid yeah. where I was then on medication and I had a insane allergic reaction, which then got compounded when I went to the hospital because they stuck me three times uh, to try and get an IV in and oh, it caused no. a vasio response, oh, which no. for all of you non-medical people, that's when your body literally just feels that it's under attack. So you, your natural uh, fight or flight tells you just to pass the hell yes. out um <laughs> they don't know great <laughs> yeah yep. so yeah so that's what happened and i you know i had hives for a few times and everything was dumb but it all started because i just wasn't myself for like a span of like two or three weeks like it was very lethargic felt like total dog crap uh and my girlfriend just said should really go to the doctor i know you think they're just like shamans and they rub bones together and throw them on the ground oh god <laughs> and i'm saying that because that's what i told her i think uh, doctors do i just similar to like what eric said we're like you know i'm like oh well i get up every morning i do this and that i can move around you know like i'm fine <laughs> i don't have a bone like sticking out like you know and and actually since then you know i've done some of the telehealth visits yeah. just as a follow-up yeah. just to make sure i'm still doing stuff i'm not 100 percent like oh yeah i'll go back you know but i'm doing my telehealth visits uh in the you know coming months that'll be a year i'll get my blood work redone and whatnot but like you know it is important to kind of you know we're not young pups we're in our 30s unfortunately stuff well some of us are in our 30s somebody's over that threshold but <laughs> <laughs> it's just a breakdown. What, what was the line you said eric like it 
at, before 30, everything yeah, so, is, is, so my, is given after so that. So my, my, <laughs> my primary doc, when I went to see him, when I had first started feeling bad, he goes, you know, you're 42. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so everything before 40 is free. Everything <laughs> after 40 comes with a cost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, it makes total sense. Like, You're right. <laughs> you really have to start like locking down on, you know, your personal accountability to your own health. Um, and not saying that you ignore it before you're 40, you know, obviously right. take care of yourself, you know, before and after. Um, mm -hmm. but, definitely as you get older you know you you don't recover you got to pay more attention you don't recover yeah. as fast from things you get hurt more easily you know the way that you eat and you drink affects things more than it did when you were younger you know so it's all this kind of stuff that you you just have to you know just just monitor it and just make sure that you're in a good place I know for a fact, besides just starting the podcast, since we, we talked obviously prior to COVID, I do think, you know, due to the podcast and the fact we, you know, when COVID kind of struck, we kind of like banded together a little bit, like, Hey, everybody good. You know, we kind of did yeah. that. The one thing yeah. we all kind of did was we're like, Hey, we should all probably start doing more shit for our own health and wellness yeah. in general, yeah. Yeah. like eat a little better not pound as many beers, <laughs> lay back on some of the party packs, you know, all that stuff. Like, you know, and none of us were to the point where we were like completely total ass shit. Can't do anything physical, but it's also like a, it's a mental thing too, Eric. Yeah. Like you, you kind of touched on a little bit. Like you'd be amazed if you ate clean for like five days, what you feel like on Saturday, like you feel like you could run a marathon if you were so inclined. Yeah. So but like just, I have clean living. I have two sort of stories related to that and then related to what I just went through. So, you know, I, I mentioned like with the adrenal thing, like I didn't have, I didn't have the chemistry to like match, you know, what my motivations were. Like I've, I've always wanted to, you know, work out a lot and just be in generally good shape and, you know, eat the right things and then be very productive, you know, with, with my time you know like don't just sit around and watch tv and like shit like that but i i physically couldn't do it right but you know going back to when covid first started i've always been a person that if i had external motivators um i could like get really big things done so when covid hit and you know we're kind of in this like lockdown state everything's closed we're not going anywhere i was i had already been working from home since august 2019 so i was already used to that and so you know not going anywhere didn't really affect me that much other than i had no excuse then to do things around the house up to and including like working out six days a week because <laughs> i just i had to move like you can't just sit in the house for months on end. So, right. You know, I was really good about that until things started opening back up and we started skating again and like all that. And then it fell off. 
routine change. Right. Yeah. Cause I, and I didn't have that. Oh, we're in this, you know, COVID time lockdown, all this stuff. I didn't have that external stuff coming anymore. You know, for all intents and purposes, when COVID was not a problem, it wasn't a thing, right? You know, everything was open. We could go to restaurants, yeah. we were skating again, like all that stuff. So I didn't have that external motivator to kind of like keep me going. Then with like the eating thing, I've, I've always been a person that has been characterized as like a chronic introvert, right? Like I, I, I would not, I would never like just strike up conversation with strangers. So this past weekend, you know, now having the right chemistry, I was in line at the grocery store and guy behind me was like, you know, he's watching us put all the stuff up on the thing. And he's like, wow, you guys eat really, really clean, like really healthy. And I was like, yeah, man, like, you know, I try, had, had a health scare now. So I'm trying to do some other things with how I eat. And he's like, oh, you know, what happened? I was like, well, I just got out of the hospital like three or four days ago. Um, <laughs> then he's asking questions and I've tried to answer. And, and then he was asking like specific questions then. Um, because he had some stuff going on that was similar to what I was talking about. And by the time I, we had paid and we left, he was convinced to get in touch with his doctor and start the process to start trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on. And I bet you that lots and lots of people will probably feel that call. Right. I, just hearing, just, I don't know. It seems like anybody that you were to talk to about this will probably have something that they're like, you know, I, I've got something I probably need to get looked at, need to get exactly. checked out. And I sure hope that this this does motivate some people to do that. Exactly. Because your health is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie this back into hockey a little bit, but yeah. uh, you, your health is so key and it's really not, like you were saying before, it's like, oh yeah, when you get older, it's it's more important. It's arguably is just as important to hold your yeah, whole yeah, lifespan yeah. because, I mean, sure, when you're younger, you're a little bit more resilient, of course. But you never know when it's something that you're not going to beat on your own, right? And when it's something like that, you need help. You need somebody that can help see you through that. Right. So it's it, this is one hundred percent a thing that that anybody should be doing, but in particular, trying to draw it back into hockey. I mean, this is how you are able to skate yes. for your entire life. If you're able to, uh, to maintain your health to the point where you can keep playing forever. We play with guys in our league who are 60 couple, how old is 60, 60 couple some, years 70 old. something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And still a good player. Like still good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Still, still quite spry. Still one of the top half players. Like <laughs> absolutely. And and you look at a guy like like Yager. I mean, I I was telling actually I was telling my wife about this just recently because I saw that Yager is uh, doing something with the uh, uh, HC Kladno to do a benefit for Ukraine. Uh, but he's fifty. Yeah. He's fifty, yeah. and he is an owner winger <laughs> for that club. Like he plays. He's the. <laughs> He's and the Czech uh, Reg Dunlop. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's because he's stayed on top of his health that's all right. throughout his career oh, and actually, been an absolute freak. That's right. Actually, part of the thing with the health, you know the whole shtick though, right? With Yager. So he has a little bit of a diet, but he's like a big sugar junkie. That's one reason he's a maniac of the work ethic. Like while he's cranking the gym, because apparently for breakfast, he smashes muffins. That's like his number one all-time thing. He loves muffins, and he says like if he has a bad day, he cranks like four or five of those suckers. So that's one reason he's in the gym. But he does, for the most part after that, he does med. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty consistent, but he's like, for breakfast, I have a muffin problem. But I'll, but, I'll you know, I'll take it back to like what I just went through the last month or so. Like, I today this afternoon was the first time i touched the ice in over a month and it's because i was sick you know i couldn't like i could barely walk around the house how am i gonna go skate um i could i couldn't play i couldn't coach you know i couldn't do any of that so you know and it's the worst thing ever right i I, speaking from experience having broken my leg playing hockey yeah you have to sit there for weeks, it, not being able to play. Dri- Your friends can play and you can't. It drives it, you absolutely exactly. Nuts. It drives you insane. And and when it, especially when it's something like, oh, it's it's my health. Right. It's just like it it just drives you nuts. Yeah. Don't let it happen to you. Go see your doctor. Exactly. Seriously, <laughs> and I, I can't I can't say it enough. And you know, like I said, now like I've I've changed a little bit because my chemistry is a little bit different now. So. Um, I was going to say, you're talking about how you're not really an introvert, but uh, we were at Stick and Shoot today and you just started talking to the, that, the one yeah, guy. I, Shout out, Matt, if you're listening. Yeah, we told you about the pod. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out, Matthew. Uh, moved up to Frederick and, and is, he's getting started playing up here. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, like I never in a million years would I, would I have uh, talked to him before because I just I didn't right. have the chemistry to do it. So I've experiences, the experiences changed me. And then also I have, I have way more, um, energy for my motivation level. Um, and I feel like I, I have to talk to people and I have to, you know, tell the story and, and try to tell people like, you know, if you can, if you can help yourself out by you know, going and getting that nagging thing checked or just go into the regular visit, like, please do that. Cause it, it could very well reveal something that could save your life one day. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I went and got checked for something within the past year. It was kind of scary and yeah, it was just, I just didn't feel good about it. And I went and got it checked. It turned out to be nothing. Thank God. But yeah, yeah, it's it could be scary, but I think finding it before it can get really scary is definitely yeah. one of the biggest benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not something to mess around with, though. No, no, not it really at all. Isn't. And especially, especially for somebody who eats a lot of Taco Bell, yeah, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going back to our mm-hmm. jokes from last episode, <laughs> <laughs> but also like you know, go have your Taco Bell, but don't have it every day. You know, yeah, yeah. Have it, you know, have the bad stuff once or twice a week. Have 
Yeah, I mean, if you have a bad day, smash some muffins. Right. But then make up for it right. in the gym. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. I think there's a point of no return there, but like, I, oh, you yeah. know, I just, you know, balance. Balance. Well, there you have it. Episode 82 of Beers in the Lot. Finished an 82-game season. Time for playoffs. But for real, this episode has a serious message, and we want to make sure that it's crystal clear. This health event was too close for comfort for Eric, for us, for everybody who loves Eric. And the takeaway from it all is this. Don't neglect your health. And just as important, be proactive with your health. Don't let something that's nagging you stay in the back of your mind until it's too late. The game we all love requires you to be healthy in order to play it. Stay on top of your health and you'll get more time on the ice. And you'll end up with more time with the ones that love you and that you love. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week with another episode. Till then, see ya.